0: From Rochester, New York, the home of the world's image center, the home of Herber, and the home of the Strong Museum of Play, this is FC3 Monkey Business with Billy D'Tori, Tanya Metris, and you, Chris yes, me. Frank. Yay! Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it live, too. <laughs> what is
1: Herber again? I
0: forget. Uh, I was trying to remember the same thing. I,
2: I know when I asked him and I know he said it and I know that I should have been. He told us and we all
0: said, "Oh." Oh, and
2: it made perfect sense at the time. I remember it being very clear-cut and understood, but then I'm like, I
1: can't remember.
2: It it has something to do with something of Rochester.
0: Erber.
2: You know. Do we know
0: how to spell that? No. Is it an you? E Try or both or an i? Or an i? Oh, the English language. Somebody called so... Wayne and ask him. What is Erber?
2: Erber. Yeah. I don't know. Sit, Herber, I, Sit. I think it's a <laughs> baby dog.
0: food. Is no, it a baby Gerber. food? Oh, that, yeah. That's no, no.
2: That, yeah, no. no. Did they make roast beef sandwiches? That's RBs. Oh, yeah.
0: Hi, Billy. Hi, Chris. Hi,
2: Tanya. Hi. Hi, Anne. Hello. How you doing? Good. You been feeling good? Yeah. Hanging in there, both. Are Are you actually like? Do you voice commanding that? No. That's hilarious.
3: I wish I could. Well, I could, but yeah, that's a thing. I was doing that with my text messages
1: earlier on my truck, but it didn't work so well.
2: Oh, my God. He actually, like, Vinny can actually, like, do something? Yeah. That's amazing. What? Love F- it. Fix He's going to the- fix the tire. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> when?
2: Probably, I'd say, like, before lunch. Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow morning.
3: Yeah. Oh, definitely just so you have it. Before morning, his garage has been, like, 85 to 90 degrees because he has the wood-burning stove and they're going, like, hot. See if, well, it's good see if he can pointers. swap
2: out my, my spark plugs while he's at it. He's been avoiding me because he's been working on his garage.
3: Oh, it's all fixed now.
2: It's all fixed now. Tell, tell him I have some work for him <laughs> <laughs> if he's available. Oh my god, he's available. That's amazing. Hi guys. Hi, Hi. We're podcasting, by the way. Oh. We are. We're on the air from Rochester, New York, the home of love. Herber. Uber. I don't know what that is. We're going to have to figure that out. You're going
1: to have to tell us what that yeah, is again,
0: because days. I forgot. Um, I think I, it's the sitcom production company that makes uh, the Bob Newhart show. There you go. Ubu? No. no. Sit, Sit Ubu. Ubu. Sit. Sit.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I looked up Uber, and I got Uber. I got Garber. I got Gerber. I'm just like, I'm not getting what I wanted.
2: All right. So I want to start today's uh, episode off with a thank you uh, Welcome. To, to James, to our buddy James Irish, oh. to you, Tanya, to Chrissy Harding. Uh, because we had our trivia night, we had our trivia night at the five eight five this past Karma week. Is a bitch, oh, isn't I'm telling it? you, I, I, it was amazing because I thought we were prepared, and then I discovered because of a series of circumstances that we were not. So and much. the three of you hunkered in and created a six round trivia contest in 20 minutes. The three of you were awesome, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that.
1: And bad Chrissy literature questions way too hard bad Chrissy. Well you
2: know like she said, in her defense she drew from a high school website so there should have been a certain level of understanding
1: that we haven't been in high school for a long time.
2: Okay speak for yourself you know that's even longer for me never mind. <laughs> um, no so but, but yeah, no but so, yeah. but James James and Chrissy and Tanya were were uh, they were just amazing. they came, they rose to the occasion and they knocked it out.
1: And I must admit, my Disney category was hard too
2: for them. It was a little I, challenging. More challenging I, I, than I expected it to be. I, I mean, knew all the answers, but it was you were weird looking to s- over my shoulder though. No, I just knew <laughs> the answer because I have kids. You know, that's a thing. So, but no, it's it, it was good though. It was a good experience. We had fun.
1: We'll have more questions <clears throat> ready to go. Yeah, but not necessarily the whole. You know what?
2: Way. I'm wondering if that's the thing we should just you know, like when you when you have a chance, come up with a with a round and then set it aside instead of having to write a whole freaking quiz. Let's just come out with a whole bunch of different rounds. And then we were like, okay, we need seven rounds today. Boom. We can pull out, you know, we can pull from a folder and oh, we have these, these questions available to us already.
3: And how many makeup questions did you send them? I don't know. Quite a
2: bit. Makeup questions. Yeah. I got uh, actual make, not makeup as in like we're catching up. We're talking makeup makeup. as in Revlon. Yes. Yeah. Um, There was about a dozen of, of makeup questions. I still have those on file somewhere. I do. And I know Dee sent it's you true. sports questions. D did so. send me some sports questions. You sent me a whole Disney thing. So it's thing.
1: a matter of like just taking them and say, okay, we have these for this and his for this and yeah. this for this. So I'll go back into my Disney stuff.
3: Or Star Wars.
2: Or Star Wars. Or Star Trek. or.
1: But it was kind of cool that we did the, the movie quotes. So yeah. they they got, I think they were both perfect on. Mm-hmm. No, they were not perfect. One team <coughs> was perfect. Luna Chicks. The Luna Chicks were perfect. Were perfect. Um, the But one derailed. They, yeah. Well, the one the um one that got the other team is like, um, uh, you are a whore. We all are. They come from showgirls from showgirls, show and mm-hmm. they thought it was the best little whorehouse in Texas. Right.
3: I, oh, I like that movie.
2: It was funny.
0: Oh, uh, can I write questions for like a '70s '80s sitcom? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Because that's sort of like stuff that I know off the that's top of my head. That's your wheelhouse, man. Yeah. Please
3: make some. We would love to use them. Absolutely.
0: Yes, have some.
1: How many cats will be in the Dottori house Ugh. by Christmas? <laughs> Seven.
2: Twelve.
0: No.
1: <laughs> I want the little white
2: one.
0: Oh, she, She's available. We uh, really are fostering her. We're not going to keep her. I know. So. She's precious. She is. She's oh beautiful. Oh, my
1: God. And the little purr machine. I just mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. snuggle mm-hmm. her.
0: Well, uh, you, you know what her, to do. She, I know. Contact Susan D'Antoni. Mm, I, I have
3: that black one. You could have a black and a white one. I'm no. not taking Boomer. Damn it.
2: Okay, Boomer.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, that's bad around here. Yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to mention it in <laughs> this building. Oh, oh really? It's <laughs> the
3: name of one of our cats.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that. No, that's. I was going to post a picture of uh, former NFL quarterback Boomer Esiason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> but I thought I might get yelled at.
2: But, you know what's interesting <laughs> to me on that whole don't get front? It. Uh, there's this whole schmoz going on locally, and it's actually gone smidge national at this point. Yeah, Cole,
0: more than like, Stephen Colbert Colbert did a took a it. crack at Lonsbury. Yes, I thought did. that was hilarious. Yes, I mean, it's just, you know, for me,
2: you could take or leave it in terms of whatever controversy is, but, but mm-hmm. people taking pot shots at Bob Lonsbury makes me happy.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, funny thing is, and I, you know, it may be real, but he's always very nice to me. You well, know, you know, that's the thing is he's he's,
2: he's a professional. Yeah. But he's, unfortunately, he's a professional asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. when he's out of character and he's off the mic, he's a human being. Mm-hmm. And he's social and he's he's uh, very gracious. Mm-hmm. But then when he's on the mic, he has a job to do. You know, mm-hmm. he has a reputation to keep. And and he also feels empowered because of how long he's been doing that.
0: You know, and, and Tanya seemed to miss it. He compared the N-word to the word boomer in a tweet. And it, it caught some traction on social media oh, okay. nationally, and nationally. Yeah. And um, one of my all-time favorite jokes came back. It's a couple years old, a comedian named John Mulaney. Okay. Who I'm a big, big fan. Oh, he's funny as hell. Great comedian. Yeah. And he goes, if you're comparing two words and you can't say one of them, that's the worst word. Yeah. So
2: people are saying, oh, you can't say boomer. It's like saying the N-word. Yeah. But you can say the word boomer while you're complaining about yeah. saying the word boomer, but you can't say the N-word.
0: Because the B-word already has another uh, yeah, connotation. Uh, connotation or two. Yeah.
3: Oh, I love that B-word.
2: Yeah. There you go. So th- that's going on. Yes. Something you will never be accused of. Bitchy. and Benevolent.
3: I'm a little crabby.
2: It can be a little crabby, but that's why we love you so much. No, that's
0: the C word. No, it's not the C word. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that that uh,
1: word would come uh, out of your mouth. Are we talking
0: about crustaceans? Wait, (laughs) what?
1: Christopher? Yes, dear. The C word?
2: Oh, yeah, I can be. I am the C word to a couple of people out there. (laughs) I I know that for a fact. Uh,
3: I'm only only the business bee, remember? What's that? The business bee.
2: There you go. Do you have a
3: bitch barn? Oh, I should make one, though.
2: Like
1: a a she shed, shed, but it's actually a bitch
2: barn. Smash things in there. It's the she shed. You know
3: there is a a thing called smash therapy out in Henrietta. I have been actually. I went to the one that was on East Avenue because we brought in our printer from work. The printer is literally like 27 years old. Is it in a jillion pieces now? It is now.
2: Oh, it was a scene right out of uh, Office Space.
3: Uh, I've seen a, that movie. There's a counter on it and says it's printed over four million pages of paper. <laughs> Not wow. anymore. And it just kept jamming the last. Now two it's years. in four million <laughs> pieces. <laughs> wow, it That's was worth amazing. It. I hit it with a hockey stick a couple times.
2: Oh, look at you. Oh. That's Shakespeare yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I just want to thank you guys for, for being what? the the emotional sport I need today.
2: Hey, we got you back, babe. Oh. Come on, you don't, you don't call me your best friend because you know I I bring you onto my podcast.
3: Oh no. No, I thought she was the co-host. How do how did, how did you bring her on your podcast? <laughs> no, this
2: was, oh, no, 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 snap. this is circling around, this is circling around to three and a half years ago when I said, I want to do a thing, Billy has invited us into the studio to start podcasting, who's in, and and timid little meek little Tanya over here, who didn't doesn't exist anymore, by the way, because she's not timid and meek anymore. Um,
1: hey, the people from Ludich- chicks are like, oh, is that your wrestling name? And I'm like, Yeah, oh.
2: Maelstrom Mattress, <laughs> roller derby,
0: roller derby. Roller
2: derby. But I'll uh, end up on my you edge. know, she's like, I, I could try. I could I try. Can try. And cool. how many times have you hosted solo on your own now? A couple times. Mm,
1: too many.
0: You're doing
2: fine. You're yeah. doing. Fine. She's awesome.
1: It's like Only because like, I have like excellent guests that, and co-hosts and that comes in. Whatever.
2: And there you go. That's the secret to my success. This is not by by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I by seriously. I am. I am. I am successful. Wow, I am successful because well. I've got a good team around me. I got people around me who are just as good as I am at uh-huh. it. We we just that's how we do it. That's how we. That's how this we roll. That's how
3: we do it. There it is. You can always dun, have dun, a tap dun, dancing dun, dun, career, Tanya.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Not lately. Gina's trying to kill us.
2: Tap dance. That's something I could never do.
1: Gina's trying to kill us.
2: Yeah. I don't have the strength for it. Ah, oh, well. Yeah. Or the balance. Or the endurance. <laughs> or, or the, the mo- shoes.
3: Or the motivation. Or the yeah, motivation. I don't know if we could get tap shoes in your feet size. Well, yeah. Jerry's got to have like they're, they're called skis at my, at my <laughs> <laughs> snowboards
2: snowboards
1: snowshoes snowboards <laughs> Oh, I think it's time for us to take a break. We're
2: going to take a quick break, <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to talk about something else we haven't figured out yet.
0: Yay. Yay. It's the and most wonderful cin- time. No, stop. No. Stop, what? <laughs> stop. that. Okay, Actually, that's it. Yeah. That's what we're
2: talking but, about. There we go. We're going to talk about how that's just wrong, Actually, man. Actually,
0: if you go into the hallway, did did you catch, <clears throat> were you wandering the hallways of this no. building? Not really. In here? No. Yeah, it's out there. Is it out there it's it's already? It's out there. It's out there. We started uh, that's the, horrible. a couple days ago. Uh, we were talking about words just a minute ago, so mm-hmm. and I, w- I actually did a search through my stand-up comedy bits, Okay, and there's one even I'm still afraid to play, so I'm going to go with uh, George Carlin talking <laughs> about words, which he's a, he's a wordsmith. There we
2: go.
4: And I got to turn that on. He is and a master wordsmith. Words are just like humans, might as well be as one with the other. Sometimes they mean what they say, sometimes they don't, you know? Give me an example. Words. Paperclip. Never seen a paper clip, have I mean, you? They're made of metal. They're metal clips. You can use them on paper. Pay phone, they don't pay, they get paid. Where's the get paid phone? That's what I want. Fire department? What a ridiculous name. You'd think they started them. You know? They put them out. They ought to be the extinguishing department. They don't call the police the crime department, do we? How about a civil war? Can you imagine a war being civil? A refinish? What? I'm refinishing the table. <laughs> Don't you have to restart? <laughs> this man. Here's a phrase: occasional irregularity. <laughs> now, what other kind of irregularity can there be? It's not occasional. It wouldn't be irregular.
1: Oh my God.
2: I so miss that man. Oh my God! I, I maintain. I've said this on several occasions before. If, if George Carlin were alive today, he would be at the height of his career. He would be having a field day uh-huh. well, with the like, current social political like elec- climate out there. Park
1: on a driveway, but you drive, drive on a, a parkway. Way.
2: Yeah, he he's just he is amazing. Just a brilliant, brilliant uh-huh.
1: man. It was funny paper clip, but they're made of yeah. But
2: the, yeah. <laughs> Uh Oh, that's the little things It is. It really is going to be the little things.
1: That's okay. I've already got a text message from my mom that's got a a little sticker emoji with the head blowing off.
2: Yeah. There you go. I'm like,
1: do I need to bring you alcohol? And she goes, yep. Okay.
2: All right. So we get to talk about one of my pet peeves today then apparently. That's going to be a thing. We're talking about Christmas in July not being a a mid-year sale anymore. Christmas in July apparently is what they're getting ready for for the wintertime. Uh, no, well, no that may be an,
1: in July that a may be an exaggeration, movies, but no, but it did may did be it an happen.
2: exaggeration. But how I I have seen Christmas displays being built in stores Labor Day weekend.
1: Okay. So, what day was I at Marketplace Mall last week? Uh, oh, you're with me Saturday. Saturday yeah. I was at Marketplace Mall. Um, was what November second? Two days after Halloween. And I was coming through the shoe department because I was looking for sneakers. I was going to get ready to go to the melting melting pot with Anne. Right. Jenner. Okay. Okay. The Christmas displays in the middle of the mall were already up. Mm-hmm. And the the mm-hmm. little snow was whatever. It was 11-2. It was two days after Halloween. Yeah. I was two at Grease
3: Ridge.
4: Grease Ridge was doing the same thing.
3: Um. It was October 24th or 25th. One of those two days because mm-hmm. I had to go in to pick something up and the train was running around the christmas trees. Yeah. It wasn't it's even ridiculous. Yet.
2: It's ridiculous. You know, and that's I I, I just I don't really feel christmas all anymore because it's so
1: commercialized.
2: So commercialized. Yes. For me, and I've maintained this on sev- for several years, my favorite holiday is always thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. it's all of the good parts of christmas without having to buy crap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's food feasting, hanging out with your friends and family. family. It's spending that time with the people who matter the most, just enjoying each other's company and pigging the hell out. That is just a beautiful thing. Being grateful for what you have in your life, awesome. You know, but they've turned Christmas into this. this
1: it's like commercial like, like the monster. Movie Jingle all the way. It's like you're yeah. running around getting everything and things like that. And um,
0: the funny thing is, though, it, it's been this complaint for. 40 is 50 years now. When did Charlie Brown Christmas come out? Because that was the message mm-hmm. of Charlie Brown Christmas. So that was mm-hmm. the message of that, even back then, which I believe is 50 years ago.
2: Yeah, it's got to be at least 50.
0: And so, and it's only gotten worse. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it was interesting because I think I do remember
2: hearing something about mm-hmm. Charles Schultz and
1: 1965
2: and the animated Ooh, and the company who 65. animated 65. 65. it. Um, mm-hmm. The message that they wanted to convey was because of. The Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, because at the end was Santa, Santa and it was pulling. Oh, it's the beginning of the shopping season, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and it was so that kind of just that statement alone kind of rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Why are we starting shopping season? Why are we just not talking about just Christmas and enjoying the aspects of Christmas mm-hmm. that were always popularized throughout the centuries? And, um, you know, so that it, that's where it started. And it's it's I, you know it's not even culminating. Yeah. It's almost like I my my son wise beyond his years. Um, is he an uh, old soul? He is an old soul. My son is really an old soul. I, I guarantee it. Because um,
0: who else likes blueberry muffins except for buttery <laughs> well,
2: I do. blueberry? They're yeah. delicious. But
0: we're old.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's Nowadays
0: true. it's chocolate chip muffins, there but Ian still goes back to blueberry. <laughs> blueberry.
2: Yeah,
1: no, it's probably some type of gluten-free, paleo. Yeah, keto, oh Jesus, whatever. keto-friendly. Yeah, but you know, he'd made <laughs> mention. He'd made mention he, goes,
2: he said he said sooner or later, what you're going to see is you're going to see the the Macy's Easter parade giving way mm. to the Christmas shopping season. <laughs> you know, and it's like I, you know, I or then it's just Christmas is going to be the year-round thing. Right. You know, but and I hope to God that's just that's an exaggeration. I, I've but always liked horrible.
0: I've always liked Christmas, and as mm-hmm. a kid, you like the present aspect of right. it the most. And I still like the occasional really cool gift from. Right. But Th- that one someone that
1: really thought about thought about it. and
0: thought, hey, he would really like it rather than the forced, hey, I got to get this person something, and uh-huh. they may I think they like this type of stuff, but maybe not. Uh-huh. I know something that someone's excited. To give you. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's, it, that should be part of it. I, I I agree that that's definitely a great sentiment to, to, to work
0: on. And I and I bet you guys, because you're a lot like me, are where if you see something for someone, you get it for them no matter the time of year. Because I know, Tanya, you've given me presents. And I've given I, people presents. I might
1: presents be a little and, guilty about
0: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. But no, <laughs> that's so, good, though. Tanya
2: has a shopping problem. Yeah. Well,
1: it was just like, last week I was um, at Ollie's with my uh, coworker, Anita, because she um, wanted a. Weighted blanket. And I'm like, well, Ollie's Mm -hmm. had them. So she's like, oh, I'll meet you there. So this was, must have been Wednesday. And um, Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. And I was walking through the, um, like, school supply crafty aisle, and I saw this box, and it had... um, Uh, four rocks in it Mm -hmm. and it was like a metallic paint. I got a rock. Yeah, I got a rock. It's kind (laughs) of like the Charlie Brown one. But it was just metallic and it had all these like mandala designs Mm -hmm. or whatever and I looked at my coworker Anita I'm like, can I get it? She goes, no, you don't need it. I said, it's for Mo. It's mm-hmm. for it's for Mo. She's like, okay, you can get it. But it wasn't even for me. It was for somebody else, and it was just... And I said to her the oh, staff the next day, I'm like, I got you a present. She's like, you did? I'm like, yeah, it's in my room. And she's like, oh. and then she came down, and she goes... I'm hiding it from my children. Now, three of my <laughs> students already tried to open that box yeah. because they wanted to dive in there and things like that. But it was just mm-hmm. spur of the moment. And Susan I
0: knew- and I are really guilty of that, where I was going to give this to you at Christmas, but here, I you know, mm-hmm. I want yeah. you to have it. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. we wind up having to wait till around Christmas to actually get Christmas presents uh, well, because stuff we won't plan on holding on to doesn't wait very long. It
3: happens to me every time, too. Like we went to the comic book. And I got all those amazing Spider-Man. I was going to hold them for my husband for Christmas, <laughs> but he already has them. <laughs>
1: That's well, it, um, my parents go to Florida like right after Christmas. So mm-hmm. they spend Christmas up here with family. And then usually between Christmas and New Year's, they um, go to their house in Florida from like the beginning of January to like the end of April. Things like that. Snowbirds. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they definitely snowbird. My son's birthday is in January, so it's always tradition for them, for my mom, to take Tyler birthday shopping Uh when they're here. So this time, um, instead of birthday shopping in November for him, and then he'll have his birthday present in November because she won't hold it, um, they're going to shop when we're in Florida because we're actually going to Florida for Christmas. Tyler, Riker, and I are going to Florida with um, my parents we leave Christmas Eve, and we come back January 3rd wow. because of the nice long school break. And, and that's pretty much the kid's Christmas present type thing is 10 days in the sun and sand and, well, probably not sand, but they're golfing. So Riker's getting a set of golf clubs for Christmas that I already shipped. Unfortunately, I was guilty. I did buy a Christmas present and ship it after Columbus Day weekend. Or Well, it was hmm. a good sale. It, well, it was Amazon, but my parents were in Florida for those three weeks. So I needed the Christmas present there, and we were going to talk about decorating too early. My mom's Christmas tree was up in Florida the third week of October. Oh, my but, God. But they're not going to be back until Christmas Eve, and we didn't want to decorate on Christmas Eve down there, so okay, she well, that's acceptable. put her I mean, well, tree up. Yeah, and then that's a logistical left, thing. Then she left it, and she's got the Christmas presents wrapped in underneath it right there because mm-hmm. we're gonna arrive we'll be Christmas there. Eve, mm-hmm. and then Christmas morning we'll have the gift. See, so that was logistical. So for something
2: like that, I, like, I understand okay. that. Yeah. That's that's got the little asterisk in the record book next to it because I, I can understand that kind of a, uh, that kind of a thing. But there are people out there who
1: have been decorated all year round.
2: Yeah, I, I have guys who. Uh, they're not on my street now, but on streets that I've lived in in the past, that are designing their their light around the house. They're designing their lights so in like June, Chevy July. Chase. It's like Chevy Chase Jeep on steroids, yeah. uh, because it spreads out to the front yard. There's like dioramas and everything. Mm-hmm. They do these huge, massive things that you can see from orbit. Hmm. You know, so they're plotting things out in June, July. Uh, they're designing. They're putting things out in August. They're starting to string the house up in September. They're working in October. Mm-hmm. They're synchronizing everything in November. They start so far ahead,
0: baby Jesus, is a teenager oh by the time Christmas God! comes on. Oh my good! Thank you, good day. So, a-
1: so <laughs> <laughs> am I guilty because my Christmas lights are still up along my porch?
2: That's just, procrast- that's just laziness, though. Yeah, well, that's that, a certain that's,
1: thing. That string actually has to come down and get thrown out. We have yeah. new ones to put up. Okay. But I'm just- yes, that is true laziness because it's a pain in the butt to go up on the, st- mm. the ladder to put those things up.
2: I actually, f- uh, you know, I used to joke about it being so anti-christmas outside of december. But it's gotten to the point where I I guess I'm old enough it's really I've become the curmudgeon about it. I really have.
1: Yeah, but you always um like put your tree up like the week before christmas or a couple days prior to christmas and then keep it up through three kings day.
2: Right. That's because so. that's the christmas season as far as I'm concerned. Now last year i was able to circle back around to my original family tradition because a lot of it when i was still with my ex um a lot of it was just either procrastination or just not having the resources or the time to do anything right Uh you know so it was always we were we were going into full drive a week and a half two weeks beforehand to make sure that we were actually somewhat appropriate or ready for christmas and Uh i I, i'm not so anti-christmas that i'm 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 you know, like almost like an atheist about Christmas at this point, but it just I feel like it has its pocket. It has its place. And so last year, uh, my first year in the new house, my first year on my own with just the kids with me, right? and 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 so it was significant to me that that first weekend of December
1: that you went to get to
2: travel. I went, I got a real tree because I've been I'd had an artificial tree for the past you know eighteen, nineteen years before that. I got the real tree. I brought it home. I set it all up. I did all the Google searching on how to take care of a real tree in the house. You know, I put the aspirin in the in the reservoir. I made sure that it was watered and whatnot. You know, and I and then I waited for the I waited, I let it sit and settle. <clears throat> you know, and so he got it got acclimated to the house and then the kids came over and we decorated the tree together. That was Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. In December, where right, it belongs. and you're spending
1: time mm-hmm. with your family.
2: Exactly. That is it. That's the whole and thing friends. about it. And I'm going to be very cautious about it this year, because now this year I have the added aspect of you, dog. The, 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 the Lord of Chaos, you know, Little Miss Juno. Uh, so I'm not sure the how she's... The lass of chaos. The lass of chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lady of chaos. The lady of chaos. Yeah, I'm not sure how she's Duchess. going to... She may look at the tree and go, ooh, indoor plumbing. You know, <laughs> where is it? Do you
3: it? want her baby gate?
2: No, because she'll jump over it.
0: She'll get used to it. She'll Most
3: get used dogs to it. No, once you put your decorations on it that smell like you, uh-huh. they know that that's not outdoors.
0: Right. Well, no, we have it. We have an artificial tree, and
3: does it end
1: up on the floor? It seems right like here?
0: every season we have a new cat. Like each Christmas season, there's a new cat to deal with. And at first, Oliver sort of ignored it. <laughs> then we had Oliver and Daniel, who seemed to like to play with the bottom yep. ornaments. And now we have Bob, who hasn't seen the Christmas tree yet and can jump really effing high. <laughs> he got up to a place I, I still can't figure out how he got to. And I'm afraid that that tree is just history. <laughs> if we, so I, I'm not sure what we're going to do about a tree this year. The, the girls upstairs don't care, and they're old and they're grouchy, like mm-hmm. me and Susan. so well, it's
1: funny because like cats you'd like or mm-hmm. even even babies, like you mm-hmm. like when they're an infant, the whole tree's decorated because they're not moving, mm-hmm. and then when they start crawling, like the first quarter of the tree has the nothing fa- on it and then when they're walking like the first half of the tree has nothing and it's all on the top
0: <laughs> but the, the <laughs> fact that there's like hooks and metal involved and you don't want them to hurt their paws and mm-hmm. knock something off and mm-hmm. they'll do it once <sighs> yeah I
2: don't want Juno to turn something some of the good ornaments into a chew toy yeah you oh, know yeah. so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that the tree is going to be bare for like the, first the bottom third. Feet. The, <laughs> the first foot is going to be.
0: We just have our novelty tree. No, it's a fake tree, but. Mm-hmm. And most of our ornaments aren't like the sentimental, normal Christmas. Yeah. We have superheroes mm-hmm. and right, the right. New York Mets and things we like, you know? Okay. Um But it, I just don't want Oliver and Bob and Daniel to. Yeah, so I, I'm definitely
2: going to do some reading and preparation yeah. for that, and we'll just make sure that the.
3: How to puppy-proof... How to puppy-proof
2: a tree. (laughs) Yes. I'm not
3: putting a tree up this year. No. I'm probably not celebrating Christmas this year. Why is that? Well, my daughter is going to Disney for all of Christmas with her father. Oh. But um, beyond that, like my family, we used to always do the big Italian Christmas Eve thing that we Uh all prepped for. But this year... Um, Well, actually, we've changed their tradition. We now do it this Saturday before Christmas Okay. because, you know, there's over a hundred of us now. So we (coughs) have to go to a lodge and a park and Mm kind of do it then. Gotcha. But with, we all know I live on a weird dairy farm. It's just a normal day day of work. Um, We all get up. We milk the cows. Well, well, not me. I sleep in. Um, (laughs) I will make something to eat at lunch. Everybody comes in and eats at lunch, and Mm -hmm. then everybody goes back and does the same thing again. Hmm. So. For me, in my current state, to putting a tree up and taking it down and everything, you're gonna be I just, exhausted. Yeah, I just not gonna do it. I did go to Splatters and paint some Star Wars Christmas tree ornaments, oh, so cool. I will put up some garland with the orn my knife. Like oh, ornaments like maybe and around stuff. the window or whatever. Yeah, like I'll put something up, just not a whole tree that has to take come down.
1: Uh, do you have one of those ceramic trees that have the little light bulbs that go
3: okay. all over oh, it? Oh wow, those are <laughs> so old school Italian. That is what I'm. I actually. <laughs> I'm going on to this this Friday to Splatters. <laughs> Are you going to make one? It's three foot tall. <laughs> I've already pre-ordered it. I'm going like, to have to or- make it over the next like three or four weeks, and then mm-hmm. they'll fire it for me and put a little light bulbs in and stuff. And, yes, I will have one one day, <laughs> hopefully in the next month.
2: So while we've been chatting, I actually went on to uh, – to, I Googled a couple of things, and I wound up on debate.org, mm. uh, the opinions section. And so you know the, the question is basically is, is – is, is there such a thing as too much Christmas. Yes. And overwhelmingly, you know, the, the response is yes, there's too much. It should be, you know, it, it agrees with me and, and a few others, Yeah. you know, that it, Christmas is a December holiday. We should, you know, it, it's the tail end of the year. Mm-hmm. It should be celebrated in December. Um, you know, it, a lot of people are, are quoting, basically referring to fatigue. Mm-hmm. All right. When, cause it's showing up in October, it's showing up in September, showing up in November. Um, Yes, I did that out of order. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know that by you the time it. Christmas rolls around, we're exhausted. You're exhausted of it. You're fed up of it. You're, yeah. you're in like Christmas fatigue, and it actually takes away from the actual day itself. Mm-hmm. And the day, you know, there's, it's like we, you know, it's almost like running a comic con to a degree. We it's we all spend up to we it, spend this entire like, oh. year working on this thing, and then it suddenly happens and it's over with. And you're like, wait, there's almost an emptiness. Yeah. There's no way to truly appreciate what you just did.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is that right now we're sitting in a radio studio, and if we go outside that door, mm-hmm. you're going to hear Christmas music. Oh, I'm sure. Playing over the thing. One of our stations is Dedicated. the Christmas station that started a couple days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I personally love Christmas music, and right now it doesn't really offend me. No, in mm-hmm. a couple weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to be really tired of it. Yeah. Right. Even though right now, it, well, because I work in it, uh-huh. Uh huh. but I I don't... I. The, the funny thing is let, let me get back to this the uh the ratings for it will be tremendous everybody says not nah, christmas music already and their yeah. heads explode and that's a general consensus uh-huh. but looking at the ratings that's not the case there, there are, are literally listening. stations huh? around the country uh-huh. that are now christmas stations year round really yeah year round i have uh-huh. a
1: coworker that will sing christmas music in july
0: Wow, and we're well, like no, and, no, and no. some people Shh. don't like Christmas music anytime, which I understand. <laughs> and I personally like it during the Christmas season. For uh-huh. me, it's personally a little too early. Yeah, but walking out there, all right. It's <sighs> Bruce Springsteen oh. doing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." Oh, I, I, I tell know. you, as soon as I start hearing yeah, Mariah Carey, yeah. it's like already I want to start
2: yeah. you know, ripping my ears. My mother-in-law
1: has been watching Christmas movies on Hallmark and yeah, the they've Hallmark started Mysteries, whatever. I, I want to say since September. Oh. It's been forever.
2: Now, here's the thing. Like I said, I was reading that one thread on, mm-hmm. on debate.org. Um, one person in particular, and I'm not sure what to make of this particular comment. I'm, I'm not sure if it's if I'm sympathetic or just, oh my God, seriously. <sighs> um, but the one person who was pro-Christmas being earlier and earlier points to the fact of society in general.
1: Santa? Mm-hmm.
2: Society in general is so just, we're so... Antagonistic and so negative these days. Everybody's so beat down. Everybody's so ready to 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 wave a finger at each other or Mm -hmm. flip each other off, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. So to have that Christmas spirit sprinkled longer and and more more thoroughly through the year, rather than just in one month of the year, uh, is a solace for this particular person. It it reminds us of of who we are. It reminds us of the things that we like to emulate or or should be emulating more. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of I can understand that argument. And, you know, but instead of stretching Christmas across mm-hmm. four or five months, let's just, how about we learn from that and put that back into play year round and it doesn't have to be a Christmas theme. It can I just don't be, be a freaking in, good human.
0: I don't believe in all my intimate wisdom that I believe in learning. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> like a week or two ago, well, we were talking about uh, Halloween, right, and whether to move it to the Saturday before, or so right. the last Saturday. Saturday Which it
1: will be next year?
0: Should we move Thanksgiving to a week earlier, to a Thursday earlier? Well, no, because I mean that
2: it it cycles through the month, and there's sometimes it's like the 21st and sometimes it's the 29th, you know. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it bops back and forth, but it's always the last. Thursday of November, so that's that Consistent. gives you consistency. Mm-hmm. That gives you consistency. Now, if we did if we treated Christmas the same way, you know, so it's the last Saturday of December or the last, um, you know, the last uh, Thursday it, of December yeah. or whatever the case may be in preparation for you know New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would worry that, that Christmas and New Year's would collide. Yeah, you know that would be a thing.
0: Whereas Christmas is the twenty fifth, and that's deep enough in the December yeah. where yeah. And uh, and also like, you know the, 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 to
2: be honest the Christians would probably cry bloody murder because yeah. well, you can't mess with Jesus's birthday even though Jesus was actually born in a March but you know uh, we, you roll with it mm-hmm. just roll with it yeah. you know there are certain consistencies in life and and I don't think moving Christmas to a particular set day. Of the week, rather. I was
1: gonna say it is a set day. You no, know, it's a set day yeah. in terms
2: of December twenty fifth, but I'm saying a, de- a set day of the week. Okay, it's the last Saturday, or it's the third Saturday of every mm-hmm. December, or whatever the case may be. I don't think that's going to eliminate the the problem that Christmas has bled into September yeah. mm-hmm. at this point.
3: Well, there's some stores that I know set up early for, for perfect for, for reasons. Um, seeing, um, like the craft stores, they will start having Christmas stuff in sometimes August. Because people who are crafty have to have to start start early on. yeah, and that's completely normal. But it's walking into the grocery store, you know, Halloween day just because go you had to pick up extra candy for Halloween and seeing them the all, Christmas uh,
0: candy canes.
3: Yeah, to see the Christmas candy canes already up and they haven't even taken down Halloween yet. Yeah. Like we need to have that break between Halloween and Thanksgiving. So that we can learn to be grateful for what we have at Thanksgiving so that when we actually celebrate Christmas, we can respect it and uh-huh. enjoy it and not feel like it's a competition to buy the biggest, baddest gift for your kids or your loved ones and not just a day to remember and have fun and enjoy your family.
2: I was at a Thanksgiving and as I've mentioned already, Thanksgiving is kind of that, that sacred of all of the holidays as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. It's the top one for me. And I was at a Thanksgiving dinner, this was a couple of years ago. And I was with a cousin that I had not seen in quite some time, so we were catching up. And uh, you know, because of dinner and because of the chaos, there was a lot of people in the in the room. You know, we didn't get a chance to really talk all that much. But then, as things started settling down, I got to sit with them. We're shooting the shit. We're just kind of catching up with each other. Hey, how's this going? All of a sudden, he gets a tap on the shoulder, and he's like, "We got to go." And 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 he looks up. he like, "Oh yeah, that's right. We got to go." And I'm like, wait, what, "Wait, what's going on?" He goes, "Oh, we're gonna go get in line for Black Friday, because it open because all these stores are gonna oh. open up at midnight." And my, and you know, and the missus wants to do this, this, and I'm like, seriously? I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you again in another three or four years, I suppose. You know, <laughs> so I was like, well, and, it's, and you, are you oh, kidding me?
1: Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like I remember Black <clears throat> Friday shopping because it was Black Friday when I was like a teenager, and it was never packed and busy and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could spend the whole day just
2: putzing around, putzing around, and yeah. getting
1: some good deals. Now it is. It's
2: war I mean, It's war It's war Yeah and it's war
1: And I'm sorry With with all the retailers Like Amazon Or whatever And Apple They have online Deals mm-hmm. also That are just mm-hmm. as good As mm-hmm. what you would do To get into the store And there's no
2: I, I will admit this um, Two years ago On Black Friday I saved almost $2,000 Wow I stayed home And did nothing Yeah, yes. That's how I <laughs> saved All the money Ah <laughs> I stay home.
0: Uh, It's right. I didn't spend. Like 10, 15 years ago, my sister and I used to (laughs) like to get up and like we'd meet and we'd we'd go out to the mall. Yeah. She'd pick up some stuff and it was fun. We'd get up like early because Mm -hmm. it was like I was working in a factory. Didn't have to get up early then. So getting up at like four in the morning Uh and going out to breakfast with her and going around the mall was was kind of unique and fun and just something we did together. And Mm -hmm. now. I no, I'm not gonna go out. And it, it reminds me. A couple days ago, a guy I work with uh, works down in, in the newsroom tweeted out like one of those calendars with all the kind of wacky holidays. It's mm-hmm. Chocolate Day. It's Pizza Day. Blah. Plus the real holidays. And now the Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, is now called Black Friday on that calendar. Oh, really? Because that's when they keep moving the day because, remember, the stores would open Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Then it started being 5 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day or 9 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day. Or then it became noon on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. Day. Now Black Friday, on this particular calendar that I looked at the other day, it's Wednesday.
1: You can get Black Friday deals Mm -hmm. on on Wednesday.
0: yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And I think that right there, that, that was one of those final straws when I realized that a lot of stores, a lot of the big chain stores... We're opening up during Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. That's like the that's the slap in the face to me because you know I, I'm gonna reiterate I'm gonna be the, the 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 broken record. Thanksgiving's my favorite, and you're mm-hmm. gonna be interrupting it so that we can spend freaking money that we don't have on crap we don't need mm-hmm. for a holiday that's a month away yet. Oh, I need it. Hmm.
3: And the employees <laughs> yeah. that don't get to spend time with their family because yeah. it's mandatory yep. they have yep. to work. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I've I've seen a lot of people like I got to work or they're going to fire me.
0: Yeah, my, really? My my yeah. brother had a girlfriend who had a job at Walmart and she had to work Christmas Eve. This particular one was Christmas Eve, which oh boy. Was, is like our my family Christmas Eve. Christmas happens on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. where we all get together at my sister's house and mm-hmm. do stuff. Christmas Day is kind of like the quiet day for all of us. But
2: Girl, in recent years, with the, when, especially when Erica and I got the kids, mm-hmm. um, my family, my mom's side of the family. Got used to doing uh, Christmas on the 23rd because my youngest cousin, Kristen, her, she married a, a, a fellow from Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So they would go out and spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day out in Syracuse with his family. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll get our whole clan together on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of fit perfectly. On the 23rd, we'd be at my mom's. On the 24th, we'd go to my father-in-law's. And then on the 25th, we retired. So we're like, no, we're staying home.
0: That's what Susan you know? and I come in here and play... Two or at three Christmas. hours of Christmas right. music. Yeah, and just hang out. And then we go home. Actually, we've gone to the movies the last two mm-hmm. years. Yep, done that we too. We saw Aquaman last year, and we saw Star Wars two mm-hmm. years ago, okay. On I the think, uh, if I if I remember
2: correctly. Usually what will happen on the 25th is I will start cooking something, mm-hmm. usually around 10, 10.30 in the, in the morning. Mm-hmm. My mom will come over. My dad will come over at one point or another and visit. People will come kind of – you know, we'll have usually about a dozen or so people mill you know, in and out the door over the course of the day. Um and it's worked out really well since I split with, with Erica because she gets to keep the kids and, and you know they have their Christmas Eve at, at their father-in-law's, at, at their grandfather's. Great. Okay. And then on Christmas Day, they come see me and um, you know, and then we all hang out. So we, and we spend the diet and we watch movies and we relax. Mm-hmm. And so Christmas Day continues to be that perfect, quiet, easygoing, everybody's just having mm-hmm. fun kind of day, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we get to play with our new toys and, yeah. you know, have a good time so and it's but and that's then to me that's that's kind of what christmas is really all about just getting that chance to relax and unwind and spend some time with family exchange tokens to say you mean something Mm -hmm. to me or you know you don't need the materialistic aspect to 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 convey that emotion but it's fun to to offer something Mm -hmm. you know we were talking about that earlier you know but it's that's the day Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a you know a a three-month process yeah
3: the advent calendar, and my well, growing up in our house, mm-hmm. until oh, the advent calendar came or the out. advent wreath came out, uh-huh. you didn't sing Christmas songs, you didn't mention Christmas, right. you didn't talk about what you were going to ask Santa for, and that's until perfectly that logical. First candle was lit, yeah. Then, then it was that Christmas season that you could prepare for it.
0: <clears throat> it makes sense. That was it. Actually, I, I've we've been talking about this, and I've had this song in my head. Uh-huh. It, it, it's, it runs perfect to this. There's a folk singer by the name of Loudon Wayne Wright III. Uh-huh. He had a hit in the 70s called Dead Skunk, you may remember. Okay. And your first season of M.A.S.H., he played the guy Is this that, Grandma
2: Got Run Over by a Reindeer? No. No. no, no
0: not that- <laughs> I, I think you'll Too like this soon. because it, it goes Too perfect. Oh, so, here you- <laughs> okay. oh. Thanks, oh. Sorry, honey.
4: Thanks, Christopher. Sorry, honey. Technically, the season, I think, is over.
0: Oh, the, it, this year uh, recorded around the in January.
4: Manhattan ...and see the sidewalks strewn with Christmas trees. It's about damn time. This is the Christmas song that I wrote. I wrote it early. There was plenty of inspiration. I think I wrote it around November 2nd.
0: Which, nowadays, is Suddenly,
4: late. it's Christmas right after Halloween. Forget about Thanksgiving, it's just a buffet in between. There's lights and tinsel in the windows. They're stocking up the shelves. Santa's slaving at the North Pole in his sweatshop full of elves. (laughs) There's got to be a build up to the day that Christ was born. The halls are decked with pumpkins and ears of Indian corn. Dragging through the falling leaves in a one-horse open sleigh. Suddenly, it's Christmas seven weeks before the day. Suddenly it's Christmas, the longest holiday. When they say season's greetings, they mean just what they say. (laughs) It's a season, it's a marathon, retail eternity. And it's not over till it's over, and you throw away the tree. (laughs) Outside it's positively balmy, in the air nary a nip. Suddenly it's Christmas, unbuttoned and unzipped. Yes, they're working overtime, Santa's little runts. Christmas comes but once a year and goes on for two months. Three now. (laughs) Christmas carols in December and November too. It's no wonder we're depressed when the whole thing is through. Finally, it's January. Let's sing old anxiety. But here comes another heartache, shaped like a valentine. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Suddenly, it's Christmas, the longest holiday. The season is upon us a pox that won't go away. It's a season, it's a marathon, retail eternity, and it's not over, till it's over, and you throw away the tree. No, it's not over, till it's over, and you throw away the tree. It's still not over, till it's
2: over, and you throw away the tree. There you go. Yeah. I, mean, I just it, thought that fit. It does. Fits well, into my argument at least. Mm-hmm. So,
3: Have either any of you ever worked retail at Christmas? Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: Nope. Oh yeah.
3: Oh, I worked at Bonton one Christmas. Uh uh-huh. Free gift wrapping. Ooh. Oh yeah.
2: That had to be hard.
3: That was awful. Yeah. I remember Christmas Eve at nine o'clock at night, people still throwing things across the counter at me because they needed it wrapped.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I thought you meant you got free gift wrapping for working there. Oh no, no. Bonton oh, used that's to offer worse. free gift wrapping,
3: <laughs> and people would I want gift people... wrap at Kaufman's. Oh god, people would want like they bought an outfit, but they want each individual thing wrapped individually at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So they have more stuff more under stuff the open. tree. Oh, it was awful. Mm. Bad, bad,
0: bad. I got to tell you. Well, and just to, to prove the uh, the thing, we just did our Christmas episode on November, yeah. whatever day this is. What's the November 9th?
2: November 9th, we're talking about our Christmas episode. Well, well do it's not so. One. It's yeah, not we'll do an actual cr- Christmas yeah. episode. This is, a, how this is our
1: soon is too soon. Yeah, that's. Right. I think we're
2: crabbing about Christmas at this point, but we'll do an actual proper Christmas yeah. episode celebrating what we like, like about we're the holiday. Like
1: bah humbug. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter we're humbug. We'll, we'll in celebrate October. Christmas
2: in a month, but right now we're <laughs> crabbing about Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's about it, the extent of it. This
1: Christmas is going to be a difficult time for our
2: family. I know, babe. I'm sure sorry. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, but we're all here for you. You know that, yeah, right? Everybody who listens to the podcast, we're all sending you love. All good. All five. All five people who listen to us on a regular basis. We're huge in Egypt.
4: <laughs> I, I, found I, I
1: keep getting friend requests for with everything that's all in like
3: Arabic.
0: Yeah. I'm um, my requests come from Russian girls. Yay.
3: <laughs> Mail order brides. Mail yeah, order yeah. brides, darling. Man, yeah. I thought all mine were widowed
0: army men.
2: Yes, that too. <laughs> See, and everybody ah, ignores hey. me.
0: No, uh-huh. you get you get real friends. I got
2: real friends. They're in the room.
0: Yeah, it's all
2: good.
1: Yep. He's a real boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, I got I, I do, does, a- does it does it ever does it stop? Do you do do we see that enough? With somebody will declare enough is enough, or are we just gonna? It's gonna get worse and worse and worse over the years.
3: I think we should declare enough is enough until November thirtieth. You can't celebrate Christmas or start celebrating Christmas.
2: I often joke that if I ever ran for president, the first thing I'd do would be an executive uh, an executive order. Banning Christmas to December.
3: (laughs) Now,
1: I mean, like when I was growing up, my grandparents would travel to Arizona like right after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So on my mom's side of the family, we would have Thanksgiving Day dinner like at like two o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then later on that day, because we're all still together, we do that side of the family's Christmas because usually that following weekend... My grandparents would leave for um, Arizona, but mm-hmm. we'd only exchange with my grandparents then. And then on Christmas Day or whatever, we'd actually still get together with my mom's side of the family, but we would See, self-rate. that's a logistical
2: thing. It, it, it's that's like all right there with your logistics. mom setting up the tree in October. That's legit. I understand that. I get that. You know, but when, when Lexus is, sell, uh, is trying to sell you a car thinking that's the ultimate Christmas gift in October... Hey, come in now and get a Lexus for your... Yeah. You know, okay, because I can afford... Because a Lexus is the same cost as my house. You know, You know. it's just, it's... I don't know, there's so much... <laughs> buy, 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 buy this, buy that, yeah. buy this. I'd
3: rather, you know what, I'm Spend talking... money
2: here, spend this, when because... When
3: did Santa get sexy? Hmm? When did Santa get sexy? Has anybody seen the Kay Jewelers commercial? Yeah. Oh, with him, with the... the... Uh-huh. Mrs. Claus, the necklace? <gasps> Ooh. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm either getting old or Santa's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw that too, and I was like,
2: uh. It's almost, I can almost hear George Carlin saying it. You know, buy now to show someone how Kurt you Russell. love them. You know?
3: Uh, he reminded me of a, very, a younger Kurt Russell. I thought the sexiest man in the world was like, mm, is he going to be selling, having some
2: beer next? <laughs>
1: you know, something. I don't know.
3: But
2: let's take a break. And when we okay. come back, we're going to talk about Easter. No, I know. Yay. Yeah, okay, there you go. Can I get chocolate.
0: Yes, absolutely. There's some in the chocolate. donut box right over here. I already had some. Here, let's, uh, since we talked about George Carlin, let's talk. A little. More George Carlin. Let's hear
4: George Carlin. Not
0: sure what he's going to say, but
4: here you go. Yay. As part of this pre-boarding, they say, we would like to pre-board those passengers traveling with small children. Well, what about those passengers traveling with large children? Suppose you have a two-year-old with a pituitary disorder. You know, a six-foot infant with an oversized head at this time someone is telling you to get on the plane get on the plane get on the plane i say you i'm getting Getting in the the plane plane. let evil knievel get on the plane i'll be in here with you folks in uniform there seems to be less wind in here they might tell you you're on a non-stop flight I don't think I care for that No, I insist that my flight stop Preferably at an airport
1: just has like a sexy cowboy, cowboy vibe to it. Like,
2: mm. Not Santa. Not Santa.
1: Just, <laughs> <laughs> just the music is like, got that.
2: <clears throat> Unless Santa was wearing a cowboy hat, I suppose. Mm. And some chaps. As- Santa as- and assless as chaps. <laughs> <laughs> there. See, you were going there first. I love that.
1: It's from the devouring dungeon that orc. <laughs> Hence, Sean. That's Sean's character. He'd be the one that would
3: say... <clears throat> Oh, boy. Oh, Tanya. Yes. Yeah, oh, good. Anne. Yes. Do
2: we have events coming up?
3: Who's that person who plans that stuff? You. <laughs> well, we do have Minicon coming December 7th there, and 8th in the movie go. theater in the Where you can get your last minute Christmas gifts.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll <laughs> be in December.
3: December. So
1: do it's, your
2: Christmas shopping in December. Perfect timing. At the Mini-Con.
1: In the theater
3: wing.
2: <laughs> December 7th and 8th. In December.
3: But, oh, but I, you could also buy some really cool Christmas gifts right now online. You oh. check out the FC3 Facebook page or FC3.com. You can buy your weekend passes for FC3 2020 as they are that now on sale. would be on a sale. perfect
1: stocking stuffer.
2: May 30th and 31st of 2020 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates.
1: And you could actually like get your your loved one's Christmas You presents. love that
2: shit. You know that.
1: If you go to uh, 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 Mighty Monkey. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, you can get our shirts. Our nerd yep, world. Yep, you can get our nerd news world, our world news our shirts. Our
2: Mon- also, if you use Amazon Smile, Smile and label the Mighty Monkey Corporation as your choice, which I have, well, awesome. So have I. Me
1: too.
2: Uh, then we get a little little itty bitty cut of every purchase you make at Amazon. You
1: are supporting. You FC3. are supporting
2: the Flower City Comic Con and all of our efforts to bring steam to the world.
3: Steam, <laughs> science, technology, engineering, arts, and math.
2: Yes. Oh. Science, technology, engineering, arts, and math.
3: Yep. So those are, those are two cool of. things we have but coming But do we
0: up. know what Herber is yet? No. Not a bit.
3: <laughs> okay. But if you'd like to sponsor on anybody for uh, FC3 2020, please feel free to reach out to us any way you can. Or, um, you know, find Chris. Or is yes. that sponsors? sponsors? Sponsors. At
2: FC3ROC.org.
3: Not, not sponsorship.
2: Not sponsorships. No sponsor. Although, although Dan, Dan had to create Dan created but. that because he, he after he do, he was done laughing at me for screwing it up, uh, he did go ahead and create sponsorships at FC3. But it's sponsors at FC3ROC.org <laughs> Flower City Comic Con. Although what
0: I'm hearing you say is that both will work. Yes, both uh, will
2: work, but there's one that's preferred. Okay. Feel uh,
3: free to reach out to us. You know, you want to sponsor a guest sponsor. Um, you know, any kind of artists, yeah. artists? yes, we have mm-hmm. some really cool artists coming Authors. this year already. Uh, anything
1: an for, um, if you have something that you want to give us for the cosplay contest. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, we are like... looking for prizes for businesses mm-hmm. to give us. All Flower City
2: Comic Con coming at you May 30th and 31st 2020 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates.
3: Lots of free parking!
2: Tons of free parking! And it's on
3: a bus line. Uh,
2: apparently it doesn't work on a weekend.
3: It does, they, I it looked does.
1: it up. They've got a uh, Different hours. Okay, good. But it's winter spring. Can somebody
2: address that person who who We're lodged not. that complaint? No. Okay, we just did. We just did. We just did. But you're assuming that person listens to the podcast.
1: Well, it's on our Facebook page. Very right? good.
0: All right. Yay. Anyway,
1: if Billy can figure out how to get there, I, anyone? Yeah,
0: I I call Tanya. And say, can I have a ride? There's sure. always
1: Uber. <laughs> yeah. You know, not it was Uber. Herber.
0: Not, not Herber. Herber. <laughs> Uber. Uber. Maybe you can Uber. Depends on what it means. <laughs> 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 All right.
2: So Tanya. Yeah. What is our question of the week? Hold on. let me. I know we looked it. it up. I okay. wrote it down.
1: What single work of fiction do you wish everyone would read and why?
0: Okay. Billy. Oh, it's not the comedy one. Okay. Single work, work of, of fiction. fiction. Do I wish <laughs> everyone would read?
1: I don't think it's fiction. I think mine would be considered nonfiction, and I don't think I want to say it.
0: <laughs> Fifty
2: Shades of Grey?
1: No. <laughs>
0: nonfiction. Farma Sutra? <laughs> not, now I want to know. Really?
1: <laughs> it was... Wow, I was
0: gonna go the Bible. Damn, the first (laughs) thought that pops in your
2: head is kind of cool. I'm gonna go with it.
1: (laughs) No, it just goes to the literature question that Chrissy said the other night. It's like other than the Quran or the Bible, what is the um, uh, highest grossing piece of literature around or whatever? And we're like,
2: What, what did it turn out being?
1: The Guinness Book of World Records.
2: That's hilarious. I would have. I would, I would have
0: said like something like the Bhagavad yeah, Gavita dude, or something I like I that. On
1: like Kama Sutra, I'm yeah. Like or now Fifty Shades of Grey because yeah. that was a huge. But I don't know. But go ahead, Billy. Can you
0: come back to me? I got to think about this. I had the other question in my. head. I had the different question. Oh, in you had a
1: fictional scene or comedy routine. No, yeah, I had comedy routine week's in my head.
0: Question. Okay, then I'll think about. Uh, let me think about the. It's a fiction, a work of fiction that I want everyone to read. Is that the this yes week's current question? Yep. Come back to me, please. <clears throat> I uh, you want Red me to fish, just jump
1: blue fish, green fish? Go ahead. No. <laughs> Redfish, blue one fish. Really? Sh- no, little
0: Doctor Seuss action? Actually,
1: I was gonna do Dr. Seuss, Oh the Places You'll Go.
2: That's a great book. It is a very that is good a great book. book.
1: It's, <laughs> it's like um like the graduation book for <laughs> for students. Yes.
2: Oh the places you'll go.
1: That that would be mine.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And and that's just I haven't read it in a while. Why but. would
2: why would should we read that? because of its hopeful qualities
1: yeah i think so it's a matter of just thinking about you're here and you're starting and mm-hmm. no matter what you dream and your goals or whatever mm-hmm. you have plenty of doors and places that you can go and mm-hmm. get yourself involved in
2: cool so. any pants do you have an answer for this particular question of the week?
1: Fifty, shade. <laughs> 50 <laughs> not Shades Not Fifty of gray.
3: Shades of Grey. Maybe Fifty Shades of Freud, but no. Fifty um, Shades of Freud. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's even worse than Fifty Shades of Grey.
2: Sometimes a, a cigar is just a cigar.
4: Anyway.
3: Actually, it's the third book in that series. Okay. But uh, No, I was going to say uh, John Steinbeck's The Pearl. The Pearl? Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. I have not read that one. I, I, remember, I've I think read. I've heard about it, but what is it? What is that one about?
3: It's um somebody spends their whole life looking for that one thing. Mm-hmm. Just to lose everything to look for that one thing when he had already had everything, his mm-hmm. whole family. Oh, I so he's see. Looking for that pearl. Looking for that pearl. He's looking, looking for that pearl. So that's a good that message. Pearl. Yeah, that's a good message. Don't overlook what you already have to look for something you really don't need. Okay. I have a second one. Go ahead. The gift of the Magi. Oh, I tell, tell me you
2: know more about speech. that one. You don't know that one? No, I don't. No.
1: Oh, huh. Um, it's a, a couple. Um, mm-hmm. a husband and a wife, and um, they're uh, very, they're um. Kind of poor, like she, what her pride is, um, is her long, beautiful hair and, um, what the husband has that is his like, like prize possession or whatever is his, um, (coughs) like pocket watch that I think that was his father's or his grandfather's or whatever. Uh And it's Christmas time and, um, they don't have a lot of money to get each other Christmas gifts. So he goes out and sells his pocket watch to get her a beautiful comb with like jewel, like just a pretty comb for um, his wife's hair to mm-hmm. put his hair up. And then when he gets home, he finds out that she had um, cut her hair and sold it in order to get him a chain for his pocket watch.
2: Wow. That, wow. that they were sacrificing yeah. for each, each other.
1: other stuff that for themselves for the other person.
2: That's a cool one. Yeah. You got That's anything, Billy? St- I
0: do. Go. Actually, I had to look up the name of it because I only know it by its plot, but I bought this book for uh, my niece and nephew not too long ago, and mm-hmm. it's a, a story I always remember, but the title is impossible to remember. Mm. It's called From the Mixed-Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. <laughs> That's and it's about so cool. two kids, a brother and sister, that uh-huh. get locked in a museum uh-huh. by accident, and, and, like, wind up living in the museum. Okay. And it's just a wonderful story. And That's it's cool. A, I, I always remember that book. That and a, a book called Half Magic are two okay. kids' books that I always remember mm-hmm. uh-huh. really liking as a kid and rereading them over and over, even though I couldn't remember this one, from the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler, because Susan and I visited the... Uh, the New York Metropolitan uh, Museum of Art mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, A couple years ago when we were there And that book was in the museum So I picked it up again Very you
2: know, cool I have a
3: kid's book too That I loved Which was? Stone Soup Oh, oh I remember, I remember
0: reading that, that. I love
3: that book Yeah, Stone Soup, I remember it, that one
2: um, Right up there with How to Eat Fried Paulo? Worms
3: Was it The author—I'm not sure the author is. I just remember, you know, nobody had enough to make make whole food, but when they all added everything, they each had individually together. Well, yeah, the the whole town.
1: Stone soup—it's
3: either gonna be that one or me too. We go on.
0: You're gonna wind up with the local band, Stone Soup. No, I got the best children's
3: stories. I just
0: okay. Uh, Who wrote it? By John J. Muth. No. No. Marcia Brown? There's a few books called Stone Soup in my uh, Hmm. Amazon search. This is the one I'm thinking.
3: Anne McGovern. Yeah, of course. It's someone named Anne. We're
0: always Mm -hmm. awesome.
1: (laughs) A clever young man tricks an old woman into believing that soup can be made from a stone. As the pot of water boils with a stone in it, he urges her to add more and more ingredients until the soup is feast-fit for a king. It's been in print for 30 years.
2: Oh. I remember reading it when I was in grade school. Mm-hmm. Wow. I do. 30 I years ago. One.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking um, Tommy DiPola. That's the other author that's got a lot of, he's got um, Oh,
4: uh,
2: my, my mom bought all the Streganona books for my kids when they were growing up. Yeah. Those are fun books, very fun books.
3: So what would yours be, Chris?
2: Well, the, the one predominant one that comes to mind for this particular question is uh, Roald Dahl's Danny the Champion of the World. Uh, it was a it was a book that it, it's it's a great story that focuses on a relationship between a father and a son. And, and um, just it's it's got all just, you the know, usual kids story hijinks going on and, and a little bit of a little bit of thievery, uh, you know, but getting it's basically the the the, the stiff upper lip getting his come as it were. Mm-hmm. But it's all about really the relationship between Danny uh, and his father and the things that they do for each other and how they look after each other. Uh, The mother had passed away many years earlier before the story began. So it was the two of these two guys living together and and how they took care of each other, how they looked after each other. And I remember my dad reading it to me when I was a little kid. It was almost, you know, I remember when I first described it to Erica, uh, just before I bought a copy and started reading it to my kids. uh, We were talking about books like The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. And it really, I remember the whole thing, looking back at the memory, it's such a positive memory. It really felt like, those opening scenes in The Princess Bride, where Peter Falk comes in to, to read to Fred Savage's character, you know, Grandpa right. and the grandson, right. um, so that that vibe was there, and so I kind of always identified that. And then the fact that my dad spent the time reading this book to me, you know, is one of those memories that I always carry with me. Uh-huh. Uh, so then when I turned around and read the story to my kids, and they loved it just as much, and they had just as much fun with Daddy reading than the story, you know, so that's that's kind of got that emotional component for me.
0: And thank you, Tanya, for sort of unknowingly changing the question, the favorite. Sort of children's books.
2: Yeah, I know. Seriously.
1: Well, and, and the, well, it's just that I have a went, second Do response. you wish yeah, yeah. everyone would read them? Why? Yeah. It's like, because yeah. I, d- I think yeah. a lot of it brings in the nostalgia because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. makes you feel good, or it makes it does that connection with the family and things mm-hmm. like that. And
0: because it, it's funny. My other aunt, my, the first book that popped in my head is one of my favorite novels, is The Stand. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, in the mm-hmm. World War. Where things are going wrong. I don't know if I want everybody to read the stand. Right. Whereas this book I mentioned, the Miss Basil E. Wilder, I already forgot the name of it. Mm -hmm. But I remember (laughs) the the story as being really sweet and kind and these kids Mm -hmm. being locked in the museum and learning and having adventures and Mm -hmm. having fun and living in the museum for like a week or two for some unknown reason.
2: My other favorite book of fiction that I think everybody mm-hmm. should read would be Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I thought of that too. That's gonna yeah. be a thing. I mean, yeah. just because it's 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 not just British humor; it's just so absurd and entertaining and imaginative mm-hmm. that it just it, it helps kind of lighten the mood. Yeah, a little bit. Nothing heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy read, and there's there's like five books in the trilogy. Yeah, which is a Douglas Adams thing right there, uh, and they're all good. They're all fun. Mm-hmm. So that would be something I would want to share with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything else? Any last thoughts? How's your hat coming along over there, Ann? Ooh, I think you've added a couple couple inches to that sucker. She's crocheting away like a little bandit over here. Just make sure you don't get your feet in too much. (laughs) Don't crochet that in there. That would be awful. Does anybody
3: remember, I think I've mentioned this before, kids' books (laughs) used to have, okay, so when I was in kindergarten... This little green bus used to come to my house uh-huh. and deliver me books every week. They were called the Pickles books mm-hmm. the Pickles gang. I yeah. don't remember that and at I, all. No. Pickles. I loved um, this one book, and it was called Me Too Iguana.
2: I remember the you know the the when the flyer would come to school when you were in grade school. Uh, the, I can't remember what the program the was. The Scholastic, the Scholastic book Fair. yeah, the Scholastic Book Fair. The
1: Scholastic Arrow, whatever. And you'd
2: pick a couple, and and they would come, and you'd you know mom would have to pony up the money because you know I didn't have it. But they were
3: really cheap books. They were they cheap were, books. Here's Some. Me to Iguana. It's a purple book with a green iguana on the front. Yes, yep. I love that book. I actually oh. purchased it like three times.
0: Now, I was part of the city school district. Did you know uh, the RIF program? Yes. No. Okay, reading is fundamental. I believe RIF stood for, and there was a, uh, like once a year, we go into a big room and just be filled with books. And every got, everybody got to pick out a book or two, okay. all different kinds of books.
3: And now right. they've switched that a little bit to everybody in the city school district on their birthday, even if it's a summer or whatever, um, they move it to your half birthday. Every kid on their birthday gets the dough into this it's a whole library they have set up almost all the schools mm-hmm. and they get free books, one or two or three. That's cool. And most of it is sponsored by Scholastic because Scholastic, every book that you buy, uh-huh. they donate one to the school district.
2: So our big message today is, read. aside from all the streaming services and the video games and all of the stuff you can get on your iPad and whatnot, uh, don't be afraid to pick up a fun book and read something. Read something. And there are a lot of great choices out there. Uh, something, you know, Those things will be meaningful to everybody at one point or another. So that's good. Let's Let's go ahead and wrap it up on that. And there it is. And this has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation. Coming at you like a spider monkey in May 30th and 31st. Flower City Comic Con 2020 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. As always, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us wherever we go, and we'll lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week. We'll see you again soon, and uh, Merry Christmas.